Hey, what is up, you guys? This is Sarah the Antagonist. You are listening to the Sero Speaks podcast. And right now, we're going to discuss the most recent chapters that I've read of Dr. Stone. Now, uh, the last chapter I read before in the last episode was chapter 12. Right now, I am up to chapter 20. A lot of shit has happened in these chapters. So it's going to be a very vague description of the last episode, or the last episode, the last few chapters. Now, if I recall correctly, chapter 12 was at a flashback, right when uh, Senku died, right? Supposedly, and they were trying to revive him, and that's why it did the flashback. It actually had a nice tie-in from the flashback all the way to the moment where they're reviving Senku, right? And it basically just shows how he went with uh, Taiju and how he basically yelled at him and wanted him like, Hey, I know you have the same drive that I do. Wake the fuck up, right? So with that drive that he had he yelled at Taiju to wake up and that tied the same panel together to where Taiju was yelling at Senku to wake up because he wanted to he basically wanted him to wake up right now after all that happens uh there's a lot of minor minor things that happen I mean I guess it's not minor because everything contributes to the story but uh the biggest takeaway from this from all these chapters leading up to chapter 20 uh, fuck, Sukasa. Sukasa doesn't know that Senku's alive. So that's their biggest advantage. So what they do, Senku goes off on his own, leaves Taiju and the girl to go, basically, I haven't seen it, because up to chapter 20, it hasn't shown Taiju actually go to, uh, to Sukasa and do this. But basically what they're going to do is go ask to be a part of his kingdom, right? And I'm assuming he's the... I don't know how exactly they're going to pull this off and gain his trust. But I'm going to assume they're going to go up to him and like, Hey, look, we can't survive without you. Let us be a part of your kingdom now that Senku's dead, right? That's my guess. That's my best guess. I have no idea how they're planning on doing it. That's what I think is going to happen. If I'm wrong, well, fuck it. It's just a guess. Now, in this time, Senku goes out and he's like, you know what? I'm going to go build an army and build... Because they call it so-and-so's kingdom. So, uh, Tsukasa's kingdom. Now, Senku says he's going to go build his kingdom of science, right? And he goes out in order to meet those new like people that he saw the smoke signals from he goes out to find them when this happens before senku even gets there uh sukasa ends up meeting up with this chick i do not remember her name right now and give me a few more chapters and i'll memorize her name you'll know why i don't memorize her fucking name yet in a second anyways so this chick that he meets sees what happens with uh, Senku and Tsukasa 
and she saw it from far away. So she saw that he had a girl hostage too, because I was holding the chick hostage. He saw this chick saw that Senku gave like basically gave himself to him to, to free her, and that he still tried to kill him. So she just went all off on him right off the bat. She attacked him. Boom. Fuck you. I don't want your explanations. You're my enemy. And this chick can fight. Like this bitch is crazy. She she has these two knives and she's like hella fast. And she attacks him. So right off the bat, I knew there's gonna be people that have to be able to fight Sukasa. Now, she couldn't hold a candle to him, obviously. But the point is there's other people that can fight. Now, because obviously Taiju can't fight, and neither can Senku. So he needs people to fight. He's not the fighting type, he's the brains. So Tsukasa chops off a fucking tree in half, which isn't fucking possible with the technology he has. He has, a, what, a stone fucking spear? I don't even know if he's a, it's a metal yet. It's a stone age. But anyways, he chops a fucking tree in half, and it lands on her, and he leaves her. He leaves her there. Senku shows up, saves her. He's like, oh, shit. Just, I don't want any explanations. Can you hold off a few minutes? She's like, yeah, my body's fine. I can like I can wait. So he builds a fucking pulley system, and I think it's so cool because it's like it says something acquired. Like whenever he gets something, oh, so and so has acquired fucking fire. So and so Senku has acquired blah blah blah. Kind of like a video game. Like when you're traveling through a video game and you find a new weapon, it's like ah, oh, so and so has acquired blah blah. blah. Or in Civilization, where uh, like when you acquire the ability, you you've acquired mathematics, like shit like that. That's that happens every time Senku kind of does something new. And it's fucking badass. I think it's a, I think it's really cool the way they implement that little video game kind of thing into it. Maybe it's not just a video game thing, but that's how I recognize what's happening. It's like like an achievement, like an unlo- like unlocking something. There you go. Like he's unlocked so and so, which I think is really cool. Anyway, so he does this whole little pulley system to be able to uh, take that tree off of her, and he does it. So he takes the tree off of her and she literally is like, like, I think I really like you. I'm really, I've fallen for you. She says something, I don't remember the exact words, but it basically comes off that she has feelings for him. And he's like, oh yeah. And I don't remember what he says, but he basically blows her off. And then she's like, oh no, I just meant that I kind of like you. You're interesting. And I, you know, I like the idea of you or some shit like that. Basically trying to say she doesn't have any romantic feelings for him, but she just, what he did made her like him more or less. So turns out that she ends up taking him back and to meet his village and his village ha- her village has 40 people and right off the bat it shows a freaking panel with everybody in her village right off the bat that's why i don't remember this girl's name there are so many characters so she takes him into the village and a couple people stop him and they're like oh wait you can't come in here. He's an outsider. Any outsider, I mean, if there's any, but there's nobody else in the world. So if he's an outsider, that means he was banished from our civilization and I will not let them in. So he's like, okay, let me try to defeat these guys real quick. So he gets soap and he makes bubbles. And these fuckers are freaking out. He's because he, Senku's basically trying to find out how much knowledge these people have. So he makes bubbles and they start popping the bubbles and they start freaking out. Oh my God, what kind of sorcery is this? And Senku's like, yeah, these guys are like hella primitive if they think bubbles are weapons. So he was just like a test to see what they knew and what they could do. So that happens. Uh, And then this other dude shows up. This dude, I remember his name because he's kind of prominent. I feel like he was more prominent than the girl. His name is Chrome. So Chrome shows up. 
And if I'm confusing his name with the different characters, I'll definitely correct myself next episode. But uh, I'm pretty sure it was Chrome. Like I said, they showed 40, a panel with 40 characters and all their names. So cut me some slack if I mix up his name. But I'm pretty positive it's Chrome. Anyways, so Chrome shows up. And he's like, oh, you know, his sorcery can't defeat my sorcery. And then he he builds a fire and he starts throwing different kind of minerals in there. And it changes color. And all his people are freaking out like, oh, my God, look at this sorcery. And then Senku's like, all you did is get these different color rocks, throw them in there, blah, blah, blah. So he starts doing all this little stuff to try to impress him. And how the hell? I think he's like, oh, if Senku basically tells him, like, I'm trying to build a kingdom of science and this kid more or less gets made fun of because he goes and collects all these minerals and all these things and he's basically just like senku is but primitive he doesn't he doesn't already have the knowledge that senku does so this kid is basically leading up to be senku's prodigy more or less like primitive prodigy and um, so what happens is the kid's like you know Senku basically tells him I need you to be a part of my kingdom of science and the kid's like if you defeat me in this next thing something I've never lost at I'll you can have all my my minerals that I've collected all my materials and you can have me and he's like mathematics or arithmetic and then it shows a panel with Senku fucking spitting out all this crazy uh, arithmetics and stuff and it says KO or some shit I think it says Senku is acquired uh, science lab and chrome like i don't know that's what i mean like he's unlocked blah 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 and blah blah blah. so i thought that was really funny and then he starts talking to chrome and sees all these little things and the girl's like y'all are such weirdos y'all are so excited over different kinds of rocks so senku gets all these different kind of chemicals and not chemicals but rocks and all these minerals and stuff melts them together and he's like okay if you do this this and that it does this and melts this and if you do this and he grabs the spear of the dude that stopped him dips it in the creation he does and it turns it into it coats it in gold more or less and he's like oh here you go it's a golden spear and he's like what use does this have he's like it literally has no use it's just golden but your your name is golden something like whatever his name is means golden whatever he's like he's like oh i figured that's what you were trying to do he's like i don't really care but then when he walks off he's like he's like because that's the guy's like really strict about the rules and not letting senku in he's like i don't care about this you're not going to impress me with your magic and he walks off, but he's like hella proud and he poses with this new spear. So he's still hella proud of his little spear because it like matches his like name. But he still didn't let Senku in. So that was pretty funny. And then uh, Senku starts talking to this kid. And he's like, you know what? If you're going to be my prodigy, I need to tell you everything. So he tells him, it shows a panel of him basically explaining the world. And it's like uh, about the past, about machinery, about flying things. And it shows this kid's like facial expressions. Like he's amazed at everything that Senku's telling him. And he's like, oh, you know, whoever did this and turned the world to stone, you know, I hate them and I, I would kill them because look what they've done to my people and blah, blah. And he's very passionate. So you can tell he's going to be a very good prodigy to Senku because he looks up to him and he believes everything he says, obviously. So Senku still can't go into the village, but he's acquired that kid as a friend. And now that girl, obviously, he saved her life, so he has her. So he's trying to... What's going to happen next is he's going to try to get into the village. Uh, I think the chapter that I was just on is Senku versus the 40. So we're going to see how Senku gets in with that village. Uh, I had a very 
important point that I want. Oh, there we go. The names of all the people in the 40 have something to do with the mineral. So like diamond, ruby, gold. So like the, the girl named Diamond is D-A-I. So her name is Di Dia. Or Die. I guess you would say Die since it's diamond. So her name would be Die. And then uh, there's a girl named Ruby. And there's uh, all these other kind of minerals. There's like shortened versions of minerals and stuff like that. Elements. So that's pretty cool. So if I knew you guys know about Dragon Ball, every Saiyan is named after a vegetable. Vegeta, vegetable, king of all vegetables, king of all Saiyans, Kakarot, carrot, broly, broccoli. Same kind of concept. All the names are based off of something like that. I thought that was pretty cool. I'm hella excited to see how Senku gets in with this village. There's warriors in this village. So I'm really excited for Senku to start building his army. But I'm also excited for Sukasa and to see him and how he builds because he's got to either get in with another village to oppose them or build from scratch because he has the recipe for the mag magical water so he can break people free so Senku's gonna try to take the advantage to these people and arm them with science so more modern weapons because Sukasa is going to get stronger warriors, I believe. Whatever people, whatever people Sukasa is going to have are going to be stronger. And Senku is going to have the advantage of technology and advancements. So this is going to be pretty cool. And this is kind of... The funny thing is, this reminds me of when I used to play Civilization. I would always go for mi military. Military strength. Military strength to try to take out my enemies, right? Quickly. That's Sukasa. That's what Sukasa is going to do. He's going to get a very powerful kingdom to oppose Senku. Senku's going to do the opposite approach and not worry about the power of his kingdom, but he's going to work about the advancements in science and technology. And obviously Senku's the protagonist other than Taiju. And Senku's going to win because he's obviously going to win. He's the protagonist. But it's going to show and it's going to eventually show how science and technology defeat that kind of barbaric mentality that uh, Tsukasa has so I'm really excited for the next few chapters I'm probably going to read about four or five more just tonight and then I'll continue to read tomorrow so I'll make you guys another episode soon but uh, that's what has been going on I'm definitely enjoying this and uh, I didn't think I would when I first saw, heard the concept of Dr. Stone but I really like the way the writer did it. I'm more, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of kind of shonen kind of stuff, mostly. There's a couple kind of slice of life stories that I like, but I'm a big shonen fan. And this definitely doesn't, I mean, I don't know if it'd be considered a shonen. I don't, I don't believe it would be, but I'm definitely a big fan of whatever genre this would technically be. It's a sci-fi, so I don't know what a sci-fi anime would be considered. Because I'm only saying it's sci-fi because... I mean, I, I wouldn't consider it sci-fi because it's not... I mean, I guess it's science fiction. It's fiction, but it's just going to the past. I guess technically when you think of sci-fi, you think the opposite, kind of going forward into the future. But uh, this story is considered to be sci-fi. So I'm not very well educated on the topic. So what genre in anime would that be? Is sci-fi its own genre in English? Is it called something different? Let me guys, let me know so I can kind of educate myself. But as of right now, two thumbs up, five stars, fucking 10 out of 10 rating for Dr. Stone. I'm really enjoying every bit about this. The art is amazing. I love the character designs. The cracking on their skin looks really cool and it's unique. 
the way the story's progressing it's doing flashbacks at the very pivotal moments and it ties very well in together the writer did an amazing job the artist did it's a great story um hopefully it stays that way and nothing stupid happens later but as of right now i'm giving everyone the recommendation to go check out dr stone catch up to me so we can kind of have a discussion hit me up send me uh any messages uh if you're on anchor and come on guys give me some applause as well i want to know that if you guys are actually enjoying this or not so if you are on anchor go ahead and give me a couple applauses so i know that i'm doing a good job if not send me a message tell me what i could do differently but um that's all i got for you guys on this episode I am Sarah the Antagonist. You have just listened to an episode of the Sarah Speaks podcast, and I am out.